in Mishpatim, in the Torah uh, the Maimer, which begins, Vayiru HaSelekei Yisrael, Betachas Raglov Kemaisa Livnas HaSapir Chulu. So this was by Matan Torah over there. This is before Matan Torah. It says they saw the God of Israel, and underneath his feet was Kemaisa Livnas HaSapir. Yeah. Was like the uh, was like the making like the making of a brick, but made of sapir. This represented the bricks that the Jewish people worked hard in Egypt, mm-hmm. and Hashem uh, saw and he came across like full with mercy for everything that they went through, what the Jewish people went through. This is the positive shot in the pasuk. <coughs> so now. This whole idea, we're talking about the sea, and there is feet over there, Tachas Raglov. This is the similar idea to what we find that when we refer to HaKadosh Baruch we talk like a human, we talk like an Odom. Mm-hmm. Where do we find it? You know, we find it a lot of times. We say, HaShobayim Kisi, Vahoretz Hadoim Raglov. That's another possibility. Let's bring it down over here right now. But... In the Merkava, in the vision of Yecheskel, it says over there, <coughs> so what is, what is the meaning feet? What is the meaning of feet by Hashem? tachas raglov. What is the inya? What is the idea under his feet? So he says, that is like the Pasuk says, Val demus hakisei, demus That Yecheskel saw the image on the throne, was an image of a person. So now, since we have already a person, an image of a person, whatever Yechazkel sees over there, a person has feet also. That means there's an image of feet too. In that level that Yechazkel saw, like the looks of a human, there is a hand and a foot. And this is the same later on in the Pasik says that and they saw they didn't and they looked at it grossly because they were eating and drinking. Exactly what Rashi explains over there. So the Pasik says to the distinguished of the Bnei Yisrael, Hashem did not send his hand. And the Pasik means that Nodav and Aviu were not uh, they were like grossly looking at Hashem and they weren't supposed to they were supposed to get death but Hashem didn't pay them later on they died later on not the who died later on Hashem waited for them but the meaning is he didn't send his hand meaning he didn't hurt them he didn't punish them but again we hear here what does he use the word Yodoy so just like we say Ragloi, Tachas Raglov, so now we're talking about Yodoi. So we're all talking about like an image, like from a human being, like a hands and feet. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so what we're saying is that there is a, some sort of a level in which we say uh, feet, which we say hand, we say human. But what does this all mean? How could we say by godliness anything of a human? How, how does it apply? Love. However, we need to understand this. How does it apply to say so by godliness? But is it not true? 
ain't like goof, but he doesn't have a body and he doesn't have the image of a body. So, well, what kind of feet? What are we talking about over here? A body would mean goof, but even the the shape of a body, the musa goof, you know, the form of a body, no body, no form of a body, there's nothing, nothing similar to a, to a body. So what is the idea? Behold, it's written, Ani Havaya Loishonisi. I Havaya have not changed. Pirush. What does it mean? She ain't shum shinui etzlo yizbarich, bein koidem briyas ha'olam, bihishtal shlus ha'olam esel yonim. That relative to Hashem, blessed be He, there is no difference between for creation of the world and the the involvement of and after the creation of the world nothing changed so as far as Hashem is concerned nothing happened how could it be nothing happened but something did happen you see there's a birth. but if what happened is totally insignificant is totally not independent is totally that it's really nothing, because it's nothing of its own. It's all from Hashem. There is no real, no real happening, nothing real, because they are, everything that was is constantly dependent. Hashem is beyond them so much further, so not comparison, that is actually nothing. Next to Hashem, there's nothing. Nothing happened. As the saying says, Atahu koidum shinirachulu. See, the Pasik says, Atahu koidim shinivra ilam. Atahu mishinivra You are before the world was created, you're after the world created. So if it would have just said, Atahu koidim shinivra ilam, umishinivra ilam, without saying vaata a second time, so it's explained elsewhere. It doesn't elaborate over here, but it's explained elsewhere. If it would have just said, Ato koidim shinivra ilam, umishinivra ilam, without saying vaata, then it would have just meant that the Ebrister was before the world was created, and he still exists after the world was created. That's what we're saying. But we're saying, the same Ato, which means you are before and you are after, nothing changed, nothing happened for you in your level, because that means that there was no change. How could there be no change? Because everything that happened is so distant from Hashem, because the Ein Sof is way beyond everything. It's only the source of the world comes from the level of Malchus, Vahainu. Because what is the source of creation of all the worlds? It's only Hashem's Malchus. That is merely a haray alone. If we say that the world is created from Malchus, Malchus is merely a ha'ara from the Ein Sof. Which means, if you have an Ein Sof, you have the Hashem himself, and then there is a ray, like they have the sun, there is a ray that comes from the sun, which is of no significance to the sun. Here there is a ray from the Ein Sof, which is called Malchus. That Malchus becomes the Mokoir of all the world. Malchus Chah. So, 
Why is Malchus called a ray? Why is Malchus called a ray? Because the uh, a kingdom, when we say a person is a king over the people, what is the relationship between the king and the people? The level of Malchus. The Malchus, what is the level of Malchus? The Malchus, there is no a personal relationship. There's no interaction from the king with the ordinary people. There's no action. There's only what? The king, his name, you are subject of that king. Melech Shmoi Nikra Alehem. A king means that the name of the king is upon you. You are subjects of that king. You belong to that king. But it's not like you have some personal relationship to the king. So when we say Hashem's Malchus, it means just his name or something outside him which is connected to you, nothing connected to the ains to the king himself, to the ains of himself. And because of that, because it's so distant, because it's of no value, no Hashem, it doesn't impact any change, God forbid in the essence, and what is in the Ein Sof, it has nothing, something there is happening, which doesn't matter really, doesn't impact. Just like, for example, that the light and the ray of the sun, so we have this sun that shines to the world, and to the people that live in the world, so, are we going to say that it makes a difference to the sun uh, whether there is shine or doesn't shine? It doesn't make a, make a difference. Uh, it does, and it doesn't that when the ray comes down <coughs> that's when Something happens to the sun. The sun, the ray is like outside of him. It just shines. It's a reflection uh, ray over there. But it doesn't, it's not like the uh, sun pushing a ray from it. It's pushing out so it's working. It's connected to what's coming out of it. It's there. A ray comes from it. It is doesn't impact the sun whether there is a ray or there's no ray or whether it comes or not. If you have clouds, it doesn't get stronger if it has no clouds. It doesn't get bigger. There's the sun is there no matter what. It's not negaya to the sun. What happens to the ray? The yisraqahora because it's merely a ray. This ray that we talk about, the level of malchus that we're talking about, is also called shmoya gadol. It's also called his great name. It's Hashem's great name is that ray, that level of Malchus, which creates the world. Why are we calling it the name? Now we know Malchus now. By Melech, we said also Melech Shemay Nikra The level of Malchus is an external connection, not the essence of it. But same thing is true with a name. Shaldarach Marshal Shemay Shalah Adam. Take, for example, the name of a person. Isn't connected to his essence of the person, etc. So, because a person has various things which are his intellect, his emotions, even 
the person's thought, speech, and actions, his garments, are also related to the person. They are the person themselves. But the person with the name, he has no need for a name by himself. The only reason why he has a name is so that other people can call him. So that's something very external of the person. It's not something part of the essence of the being of the person. So the same thing is, did Ha'ara is called Shumei HaGadol? Because like in the Brachas, in the Tavani, we call it the Shumei HaGadol. Because that's the level of Malchus. So now, you may think, okay, so this is the Ha'ara, the Malchus, the Shumei, this is so unimportant, right? So maybe it's not really a powerful, it's not powerful Ha'ara then, because he's saying it has no value relative to the Ein Sof, so it's, it's, it's not really so high. It's not really so powerful. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> The ray is also in a level of infinite and it is simple in total simplicity. What does it mean, simple in total simplicity? It is not yet been uh, formed, shaped into anything specific. It's a reflection which is all-encompassing. It's general. It's simple. It's versus if you take a simple piece of silver that has not yet been molded into anything, into a tray, into a Hanukkah menorah, into whatever. It's just a plane, which means it's not yet, ha- it doesn't have any, it's not been shaped yet, it's not been formed yet, it's not been limited to one thing, anything, it's just simple. Just like the Ein Sof is Bligvul, has no limits, the Ha'or is also no limits. But now, we need that to come down into the world to create limited things. We needed to create limited worlds, we needed to create uh, the worlds of Atzil Sida. we needed to create all different kinds that are different, that are shaped and formed. One thing is different than the other. They're not just plain. Everything is, has its own way. How does it come from the level of Shema Agadol, from the level of Ein Sof, into becoming a shaped, a specific, defined, and limited world of different things? How does that happen? <clears throat> that takes place through the level of Odom. That takes place through the level of Odom. Uh, in order from it to be a created worlds in a limited and in a measured way, and also in a level of various of the separate levels. That is by dressing up in the level which is called Kimare Odom, like the image of a man. That means when the Oedas come the Kalim, Odom is the Kalim. And the Odom, when the Oedas come in the Kalim, then it uh, comes down in the specific way to create the world. And the level of Kimara Odom, who begins the Shamas Yisrael. 
that's the level where the Neshamas Yisrael come. That level is where Neshamas Yisrael are, and the level of Kimana Odom. Kamesh Kosuf, Odom Atom. You are Odom, which means specifically Neshamas Yisrael are considered Odom. Ki Yisrael, Olu B'machshavah. Because the Yisrael, they went up in Hashem's thought. Uksiv, So we say Israel Machshava, so meaning they went up to that high level. And Hashem, the oil rests in them, in the Nishamas Israel, amongst them, not in the base Hamikdash alone, but rather Besoychom, the Bnei Israel, Nishom Shehem, Kalim, Lashrosh They become vessels, they are vehicles to have the divine rest in them. as it's known. That the purpose, the goal of the creation was so that Hashem should be a dwelling place in this low world. That Hashem should rest His divine amongst Yidin. That means they went up to the Machshove, meaning that Hashem wants to dwell and rest within the Yidin. They went up to the Machshove to want to be there in them. And this is a mochon, a dwelling place, for you to sit. You, Hashem, have, have made, that is the Bnei Yisrael, the Neshama Yisrael. But the Achshav now, Hashrozu, Rak, the Neshama Yisrael. Right now, it's only in the Jewish souls, with Hashem rest. The Lord will go from Shalom. Because the snake came upon Chava and the Hitil Zuama and he placed a, uh, a, a disgusting, uh, bad uh, uh, scum, uh, dirt. So now the body has lost its. Purity. So even though during Matan Torah it says that their Zuhamo has ceased, but through the sin of the eagle, and the other sins, that Zuhamo came back to their bodies. The Body is called a skin of a serpent. It's called the skin of a serpent. The uh, the, um, the the body. Avaloy binishmosum, but not in their soul. Kichelik Hashem mamish amay, because the Jewish people amay are part of Hashem mamish. Ukinoida shanishomein tzrichot tikkun laatzmas. It's known the neshama does not require any correction for itself. The neshama is still connected. But in the future, where also the bodies will be refined. As the Pesach states, that he will uh, take out your bones, he will, uh, he will save, he will... Uh, so ask see then the Pesach says, that when it will be revealed to Shem, then all flesh will see. 
for the material will become refined, that to the level there will be the revelation of godliness, also in the bodies. Now the revelation is only in the Neshama alone. So the Bible continues, it says, the way godliness is revealed within the Jewish souls, because he was speaking the whole time that the Shekhinah, the divine, specifically finds a resting place only by Neshama Yisrael. Only by us is where the divine comes, where the Shekhinah connects, comes down to us. So, in what shape does it come down? It comes down in a, in a tziur odom. It comes down in the shape of odom. He's explaining in the Merkav of Yecheskel, it says that he saw that on the throne there was an image of an odom, of a human. So he's saying this is the... Odom is a description of the way the oir and sov has been shaped and been defined so that it took on the image of an odom. Why? Because the Pesach says, you are Odom, meaning only the Bnei Yisrael are called Odom, when it said. Odom is Bnei Yisrael, Atem. Pirush, Alderech Moshul, if you take for example, Mishkan HaNeshama Protis Bevore Aguf, when we talk about a specific Neshama, an individual neshama. Because here when we're talking about neshama, we're talking about the general neshama Israel, all Jewish people. But the example is from an individual neshama pratis, bevore aguf, in the limbs of the body, which is also in the shape of an odom. The shape of that neshama pratis, which shapes in a, in a shape of an odom, kimoi. Like you see, oil has the light of the intellect, that rests in the intellect. Where does the spiritual power of intellect rest from the comes from the neshama? It takes the shape, it goes in the mind. And the emotions are believed in the heart. The chitzonius and the external of the Midas, meaning the outcome of the Midas, the actual manifestation of the Midas, is Biyodayim, that comes out in the hand. Because you have Chesed, it's called Droya Yimino, that's the right hand. That's kindness. And if you go in a very specific, detailed way, Hein Heino Ramach Evorim Protim. These are 248 specific individual limbs in which the ray of the neshama divides up into them in a general way it's 248 in a general way it's in there is three lines there is the right hand the left hand Baguf be'emtza and the body in the middle. That's the general way, and then it's individually in each one. So k'moykein. So just like it is by the neshama pratis, k'moykein. Likewise, you and lemailo will understand above b'mchinas gilui elakus b'neshama Yisrael in the level in which there is a revelation of godliness in the Jewish soul. Diksiv. 
Because the Pasik says, Noida Bashorim Bailo. So the Pasik is the Pasik that we say in Ashish Chayel from Mishlei. So Noida Bashorim Bailo, the Zoya translates the meaning. The Pasik says that her husband, the husband of the Ashish Chayel, has been known in the gates, meaning he's been published. So, but it touches in the Zoya, Noida Bashorim Bailo. Bailo is the Kodesh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the husband of the Jewish people. And he is known to the people, Bashi'orim, in measure each one. Bechol chad Each one, what they can sort of uh, estimate in their heart, what they can take. So, in other words, uh, that there are various different neshamas. Not all neshamas uh, are the same. The yesh neshamas shehein there are souls that they come from the level of the intellect. They are the vehicles, their vessels for the level of Yisrael. These are the heads of the thousands of Jews, meaning the leaders of the Jewish people. And there are other neshamas because they're the mochin, they're the instructor, they're the, the intellect, give the guidance. But the yesh neshama shehen keli lebichinas hamidus, they are vessels to the level of emotion. The yesh neshamas shehen bichinas regel. So just like in the individual neshama within the body, it separates the body. So as a whole, there's also various bashorim, there's various different levels of the neshamas. Okay. However. Nevertheless, even though there's differences, the kulam namar noida bashorim. By each one it says noida. Hashem was known. Even though it's shorim, it's still Hashem is known. What does it mean? Because pirush noida, the idea of noida means loshun chibur v'hiskashrus. Noida means a language of connecting and tying together. Similar to the connection and the tying of the soul with the body. Although the neshama is spiritual and is beyond the level of a physical body. And yet he miskasheres. It still ties down and it dresses up in a physical body. The neshama, which is spiritual, connects to a physical body. Likewise, the revelation of the blessed light of the Ein Sof, which is higher than the level of Chokhmah and Midas. The Yeshoyro Mislabesh B'Neshamas Yisrael to come and dress up in the Shamas Yisrael within the level of Meichin and Midois, you have something beyond connecting to something below. Generally, it's the image of a human. So when we say Odom, we're talking about these Neshamas Yisrael, they're various different Kalim to the light of the Yisrael that comes down. Some head, some toe, some uh, emotions. Even the level of the foot, and the level of the heel, they have an additional advantage. So not only are they part 
of the body. But they actually have an advantage. Why? They are the ones that stabilize. They have the head step. And they lead it from place to place. God forbid, just the power of the head. Without the foot, you can't get anywhere. The Lochain Amrazal. So that's an advantage even in the leg because there is a lot that they can do. If the baker didn't bake the bread, then the other one wouldn't have what to eat. Right. So the Razal, and that's why our sages of blessed memory told us that you must be humble of spirit in front of all men. Why? Because every person has something, not only a part of you, but has something that you don't have more than you you have. And this is why it says, with regards to Hashem, what did he see? He saw Kimare Odom, It's a similar sort of Mare Odom. We're not talking that Yechezkel actually saw a Mare Odom, an image of a man. He saw like the image of a person, meaning there is a, this, that this distinction between the Moyach and the head, the different parts. For in truth, the Eibishter is not really connected to any of the Midas at all. There's a passage, Hashem is not an Odom. It talks about Hashem does not change his mind because he's not like a human that changes his mind. So, on one hand, we're saying Odom, here we're saying Loyodom. But when we're saying the Adam that Hashem descends and dresses up in the souls of the Jews, in the general, we're talking about Knesset Yisrael over here, in the general souls. I mean, we're talking about the general soul here, then it comes down to the protest. But, so if so, based on this dressing up in that level that's why it says like, like the image of man and this is what the Pesach says and you you will do you will make as if you made me what does it made me? you made it because the Nisham Yisrael with their avodah, or with their being, they become, they make up like Adam. Because now, in their tzir, the different Shomis Yisrael, is the level of Adam. Okay, so that explains what the idea of Adam. Because the, the beginning of the Maimer, he asked the question, what does it mean on Adam? So he explains that when the Oren Sof comes down to the Neshamas Yisrael, which are divided, and it gets sort of that sort of imagery, then it becomes like in a tzirabot. Hinei, pidush ve'inyan ve'al demusakise, demuskimara odom. Now we're saying that on the image of the throne, there was an image like the image of a person. So, over here we have now an idea that the odom came about where? On the throne. So what is this idea, what is this whole inyan of this throne? What is this throne over here that we're saying it was the Adam? So he says, What is this throne? 
idea is Shekidei Shiyiya his Havus Hanivroim the Biviyat that in order for it to be a creation of all the creation to bring it to bring of Bri Yitzira in order for Hashem to bring it to bring to be these creations Shemilvad Shehein Bibchinas Gvulumida that besides the fact what is Biyah Bri Yitzira in the creations that they are in a level of Limit. They have a limit of gvul, and they have a measure of mido. Oizos and bivchinas yesh v'dover nifrat bivnei atzmei. They are Hashem creating beings that are in existence and an independent item by themselves. They consider themselves independent. So Hashem has is creating such creations that don't recognize that they're really nothing. That they're really dependent on Hashem. They consider themselves as if they are indispensable, they are independent, they have their own existence. Therefore, such a kind of creation cannot take place, cannot possibly be. To have the light and the energy extend, come down from the level of Mara Odom by himself, to go down to such a level to create limited and uh, <laughs> independent feeling creations cannot be. Because that level of Adam, that's total subjugation, there's no independent, there's no yesh over there. Because in Atsilus, it's him. And the vessels are really one, which means one meaning they're totally bottle and they're totally unified. And therefore, <laughs> how are you going to create <coughs> independent feeling mitzvahs and yesh mitzvahs? That is through having this odom alien sit on a chair. What does it mean sitting on a chair? When you sit on a chair, your height. Instead of stay being erect, standing, you're sort of lowering yourself. For take for example, the throne that a person sits on it, that is a level of descent and lowering below. Likewise, above it's written, by Yeshev Hashem. Melech Le'olom. It says Hashem sat, also Loshon sitting, as a king, Le'olom forever. But here is Taichik Pirush. Le'olom means to the world, not Le'olom forever. But in order for Hashem to be a Melech Le'olom, to be a king to the world, to bring down Malchus into the world, it has to be Vayeshev Hashem. Hashem has to sit down, sort of lower himself to bring the world into its existence where it needs to be. Pirush, Melech Le'olom. What does it mean, Amalek Lailam? Hainu, Liyois Hamshokas Malchusu Yisbarech Lemato. In order to be, extend Hashem's blessed Malchus below, Lisabas Biyam, to create the Brit Yatsira. Shehem, Oilomais Hanifrodim, Nikram Shokhev Zu, Bikinas Yeshiva. That is called the level of sitting, Shuash Polo, Bam Shokha, which is a lowering and extending. Bahainu, how does this happen? It's Aideya Kisei. The Kisei is the lowering. Kisei is case Aleph. Uh, case is like um, 
hidden a cover. Shubchinus levush lahali ha'oyer v'chayis animshach mebchinus aleph. So aleph is represents the oil. Case is the cover. So you have a block for the aleph. Alufish aloylam. The aleph is the master of the world. Lius kel mistater. So there should be the kel that is mistater. Kedeshi yisavas ayesh dovenifrut. So that there should be the creation of this independent. It could be. A way of example, one who sits on the throne in a goof of Yodov Hain Lamaila Mahakise. So the body and the hands are top of the chair. It's only that the feet are lower to the ground. That on the throne there's an image as the image of a person. That what comes down to below to create creation that is only from the last level the legs it's called the agli the orange become the pedestal for Hashem's feet so that means that what comes down from Hashem not the higher levels from what comes down only the levels level the level of the ragli and that is what is uh, comes down into this world. And that is the idea of the kisei in which the Odom is lower down. We're, we're going to continue here with the Mimer. Uh, this talks about before the giving of the Torah, it says that they saw the God of Israel. That's the verse, the Mishpatim, in the end, in the end of the Parsha. They saw the God of Israel and Behold, beneath his feet there was like an image of bricks made out of sapphire. That was supposed to be representing the bricks that the Jewish people built. And this whole verse talking about God, that they saw God, they saw underneath his feet. What what does it mean? feet by God, what does it mean? How could we use descriptions that we humans are accustomed to as we look at each other, our forms, our shapes, and how could we say underneath God's legs was something? And he went through in the Mimer explaining how the divine, uh, which is in essence a very powerful and non-shaped kind of force it's not been molded into any particular shape how from that level of simple uh, energy or light or oil the infinite light how it comes down to create a world which is so limited, which is materialistic, which is limited, which is finite, which has boundaries. How do these things connect? So it goes through the process. Now, at a certain level of the process, it is called where that light begins to shape. Just like in the uh, human individual body, uh, you have the soul's power that manifest in each limb like the power to think in the brain, the power to feel the emotions in the heart and then you have the movements so 
so too, when it came down to a certain level where it got sort of a shape and it became molded into a particular, it got the shape of an Odom. It got the shape of an Odom, which means, just generally speaking, there's right, left, and the middle, three lines. Specifically, there's 248 uh, limbs. Basically, what it means is, when we use the expression of Odom, meaning that that light that comes down from the Ein So, from the infinite, has been molded and shaped so that it can come down into this world. And then he explained that what is the meaning that in the verse in Ezekiel, when he talks about the vision, that he was able to see the Merkava, the chariot, he was able to see it. Over there it says that he saw that on the Kisei, there was, on the chair, there was a image like the image of a man. It says, Dumus Kemare Odom, like the image of a man. What does this mean? So he says, this is the Odom that we're talking about. That means that is the place where the godliness has been already come down in a way that it's already taken up some sort of a shape, some sort of a form. That's why it's called Odom over there. And the uh, recipients of that light are the Jewish souls, because the Jewish souls, some of them are considered like the body, some of them are considered like the head, some like the emotions, and each one of them receives that level of the Ein Sof, and therefore that Ein Sof is sort of shaped and molded into the uh, into that specific form of that soul, of those those particular souls which are in a certain in a certain level, in a certain way, either the intellect, emotion, or and, and so on. But and then in order to bring that down further, he says that's why we have a chair, a kisei. Because what happens, what does a chair do? A chair you sit down that shows on descent. So when we say that God is sort of sitting down, it's you sit means that Hashem instead of being aloof, being higher being above, he sat down, he lowered himself. So that's in a way that shows on a lowering of the Ein Sof into this limitation, into the limitation of Adam. But then yet you see when you sit, what is the lowest part that is sit, what touches the ground are the legs, while the whole body of the person sits, lowers itself, but it is the legs that touch the ground. And, and, and that's what we say, the legs in this metaphor means the lowest level of the Ein Sof is which comes down to the ground, which comes down into the world, into the earth. That's the last and the lowest part of the Ein Sof where it comes down into the world. So now we have that idea that we were talking about, uh, that we were talking about the legs, now we're getting closer to what this Pasuk says, that they saw underneath, so to speak, underneath God's legs, as he's going to explain. But the uh, main point that he explained before that he's going on is, right now is, that the Jewish souls, the Jewish souls meaning collectively, as Knesset Yisrael, all Jewish souls have 
their root, the way they're above, they're collectively vehicles, they are the Odom, they are the collectively the Odom, in which there is a manifestation of the Ein Sof within them, within these souls. So he explains it now. To explain this is, We had explained earlier, earlier has been explained, that Kimare Odom, when it says in the Pasuk, it says on the throne there was the Mus Kimare Odom. What does it mean, like the image of Adam? Hainu, that means Neshamis Yisrael. It is the Jewish souls that are, the Neshamis Yisrael, the Jewish souls are the Adam. That's the Adam. That's the image of the Adam, is when the Ein Sof is, descends into the souls of Israel. Vihine, and behold, they are called sons to Hashem. The Jewish people are called sons to Hashem. What do we mean when we call them sons? We say they are sons of Hashem. That it means, A son is considered the leg of the father, an extension of the father. So the, uh, the Lashon, in the Kabbalah is bra, a son, is kara de abua, is a leg of the father. Now we're saying shuhu bechina siregel. That means that is the level of regel. When we say uh, a son, so we're saying that the Jewish people are sort of the regel. Like the verse states, the verse states that Sheish Meyus Elef Ragli Ha'om Chulu. So in that verse, Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining about how he cannot handle all the Jewish people. So the way he says it, he says Sheish Meyus Elef Ragli that six hundred thousand legs Ha'om. He doesn't say six hundred thousand people. He uses the word six hundred thousands are the feet of the people. Matter of fact, you should do, double it because there's two feet per person. But he's not talking about the exact number of feet, but he's talking about he's expressing the number of people. He says there are 600,000 people. But how does he say them? He calls them regal. Why? Why is he called regal? So he explains. Just like by way of example, Haregel Betelo Eitzel Harosh. The the a foot the leg is subjugated next to the head. Wherever the head wants, it will move the leg. The head is in charge, totally over his movements. If he, when when we want to express and we say a leg, what we're trying to say is. You're just like, metaphorically speaking, just like a leg. You don't have to ask permission by the leg, and you don't have to uh, dialogue and debate the leg. Whatever you want, whatever you wish, you actually move it. Likewise, the general souls of Israel, 
Yesh Bohem Bechinas Bitlzeb. They have this level of subjugation. This level of subjugation, Beteva Tuldoisum, Elov Yisbarich, in the natural birth to Hashem. So basically, we are called Regel, we are called Hashem's legs because we aren't really our souls. When we say we, we, no, and a body, no, we don't feel that. But the soul, our soul, is naturally like a Regel, it's like a foot. Why is it like a foot? Because it naturally just listens. The he, and that level is the chinas avo hamesuteres. That is the hidden love shabichol echod mi Yisrael, which is by each Jewish person, and that is beli tam vadas klal. That is without any reasoning, without any rationale. Rak lifi shehein. It is only because they are Chelek Hashem Amoy, Chelek Havaya Amoy. We are a part of Hashem. His people are a part of Hashem. There is an inherent instinctive love just because we are a part of Hashem. Kmoy Haben, just like a son, Shenim Shech who extends. From the father's brain, how did the son become into being? It comes from the brain. He originally was one thing with the father. Before the son separates from his father and becomes into a new being, he was part of the father. He was in the father's brain. Rak. What happened is that afterwards, what happened is nimshach. Later on, he extends to become a matter in of itself. So that means that because he originates, he originates the son, originates in the father, that's where he comes from, and he was first part of the father, and now is is outside, uh, and he therefore draws back to his essence, the same thing, a Jew, the soul of a Jew, because it is and was connected to God, and it's a part of God, so even when it sort of came into being as an entity outside of that, still it draws itself naturally, and it has that love that it wants to go back to God. Kemoy Cain, and likewise, Kesiv, it's written, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elikeinu. We say, listen Israel, God is our God. What does it mean, Hashem Elikeinu? That it means Shalonu. What does it mean, our God? Why is God our God? How is He our God more than anybody else's God? Why are we saying Elokeinu, our God? That means the Hainu, because what we're saying is, Shoyresh HaMeshama, the root of our soul, as the soul was still was included, still in its source and its root, over there it was higher than the level of regal, of the regal of foot, when it was, and the level 
Karadabua, uh, or the level of the leg of the father. Over there, before, over there was Rach, Misachdin, Imoyach Ha'av, Al Derech Moshul. But rather, they united with this mind of the father. Hold on one second. The source of the soul is higher than the level of Regel and the level of Karadabua. Rach, Misachdin, but over there they are united with the brain of the father by way of example and therefore and they are actually one item, they are actually just like one one thing with Hashem's godliness so they're really one over there that is before they separate themselves. So since the Jewish soul, the souls are really connected to Hashem that's why we say Vizehu, that's why the meaning is Hashem Elokeinu Mamish it is Mamish our God, it is Mamish our God because it's ours we were part of it, we were in there we were connected, it's Elokeinu Mamish. What happened? Rak only Something happened afterwards. Shaakakach, afterwards, Yordu Bishtauslus Hamadregis, they descended in the evolution of the different steps and level. Liyah is Bikina Bifnaasma to be a level by themselves. And then at that point, when they became a level by themselves, is Vinikra, then it's called the regular. Now it's called the foot. So, which means the source comes mamish from Hashem, and when it comes out, it becomes a leg. And still, notwithstanding the fact that it's transformed and it became descended, all these steps to become a, 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 a level of regal, who st- he still who mamish, he still is a leg of the father. So it's still a leg of the father. It's a leg, but it's still a leg of the father. Before you were in the mayach, before you were connected, now you're a leg, but you're still a leg of the father. And because of that, there's still a leg of the father. They also have later on that level of subjugation, because of their source. So because of the source that they come from there, and just later on they extended to the regal, they remain a regal karadabua, and it's Hashem Elikeinu. Vizehu, and this is also the meaning that we say in our davening, in the Birchot HaShachar in the morning, we say, Neshama Shanasata Bi, the soul that you've placed in me, you say, Tehoirahi, she is pure, Atabarasuchu. So the Kushya. So the question is known. How could you possibly say that she is pure? Before mentioned that she was created, because first you're saying that the neshama is pure, then you say you created her. But before Hashem created her, how could you be pure? She wasn't there yet. So you should say she's pure. But you start off saying she's pure. And then you come and say, you created her. But how did you, how did you have, who is she, who is he, 
How can she be pure if she hasn't been created yet? The Gam, and another question is in the Birchat HaShachar, Ma'u Kaifel Gimel What is the duplication here of the three languages? We say, Baroso, you've created, Yotzarta, you have formed, and Nofachta, that you have blown. So Hashem has created, and He has formed, and he is blown in. To know why is there all these different languages? And what is the, 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 uh, the duplication of here? What is the idea? The Pirush Tehoirahi, what does it mean, Tehoirahi, Hukiinyan Shenemar Khan, is similar to what is written over here in the Posse that we are started off. The end of the Posse says, Uchetzem Hashemayim Letoyar. It says that Hashem appeared to them underneath his feet was like the bricks of the sapphire. And then it says, and like the sky in its purity. When you look at the sky as pure sky, the the vision of the pure sky, that is what they saw. What does it mean? Latoya, shahu, that means a level of a clarity of light, when the light comes out in a level of very, very clear. V'chein Targum, and also the translation of the word Soharayim, which means the afternoon, they translate it as Tihara. Tihara meaning the purity. So the same thing is like this, when we say here, V'kach and likewise, when we say here, Nishoma Shinasatabi Tehoirahi, we're saying that the Shoresh HaNeshama Nimshecha Mimokel Gavoya Ma'id that the source of the soul has been drawn down from a very high place. So when we say Tehoira, Tehoira means the Neshama is a purity. It comes from a place Vizehu Tehoira He that means she is Tehoira which means She Nimshecha that she has been drawn down from a level which is known as the level of Tihira Ilah, Shebezoir HaKadosh. The level of Tihira Ilah, the upper level of purity, clarity, and Shebezoir HaKadosh that is mentioned in the Holy Zohar. That's the level from where the Neshama comes. When we say Neshama Shemesatabi, Tahirahi, we're saying this neshama is the level of tahiri law. That's the whole. That's that level of behirus. That's that level of shine of of of, of refinement of, of of beauty. The who gamkain, and this is also the same as we say. Our sages tell us, our rabbis of blessed memory. They told us da. Know from where you come. So, the normally one would translate it, Da me'ayin bosa means no, me'ayin means for, uh, from where you come. But the truth is that we are translating not from where, but Da me'ayin bosa means that you are coming from the level of ayin. So that you, the level that you're coming from, 
is the level of Ayin. Shebechinas Ayin, that the level of Ayin, who Shebesachet im elokusei yizbarich. That is what unites with Hashem's blessed godliness betachlis. Totally. Ukeniskar leil. So, which means meayin. You're coming from the level of tira law. You're coming meayin. You're coming from a level which is totally united. It's ayin. It's nothing. There's no independence. Totally bottled. You're totally united. Ayin. Ayin means there's nothing there because there's no recognition. There's no independence, and that is the source where you come come from. Ukeniskar leil, as mentioned earlier in the Pirush, in the interpretation of Havaya Elikeinu, that we're saying, Havaya Elikeinu, our God Mamish, that it's Mamish our God because we come from there, that's part, that's the Ayin, it's our God because we were there, this is our place. B'zau b'chinas habihiris. This is when we talk about Tihira, the beauty, that's the level of Bihiris. Of shine, of that clarity, of that purity. The Hainu, what does it mean? Clear means, it's like opaque, it's see through. It's not something you don't block, you see through, you see Hashem. There's nothing, there's clarity, there's very clear. You become like the, the level of Tihiri law, like the, the, this is the level of Tahiri. That's where it starts off, the neshama. So when we say, neshama sheno satobi tahirahi, it's actually tahirahi law. It starts from the level of refined purity. However, afterwards, yordo lamato, it descended below. Bibchinas bia, it went down later on to the level of bria and yitziro and asiyo. Liyos yesh v'davar to become a something to become a existence from ayin from being nothing from being totally subjugated now you become a yesh and a davar v'zehu kaifal agimul this is the meaning he asked before what are the three languages of brasa and yotzarta and the Fakhtabi. What does this mean? Because that is the level in which uh, the person is going down into the world, into the Briya Yitzira Asiya. So when you say, Ato Barosa, Ato Yitzarto, Ato Nafakhto, you're going down. The Oz, he says in the parentheses now, at that point when it goes down, then it is called Bechinas Regal. Now it becomes a level of a foot. Masha'enkein, as opposed to Bisharsha, as opposed to when it is in its uh, uh, root, then it's not a regal. He bechinas Yisrael. Then it's the level of Yisrael. Yisrael means, Yisrael means Li Rosh. It's made up of two words. Li Rosh, to me ahead. That's Yisrael. The sh- Rosh is the middle word, yeah? Any time when a person wakes up in the morning, it's sort of a, uh, a repeat in a 
microcosm, in a small way, the general creation. So, when a person uh, wakes up in the morning, it's like if he's born anew. It's like a resurrection of, 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 of death. Uh, when you go to sleep at night, it's one-sixtieth of death. So when you get up in the morning, you're like being resurrected. So now you're starting life anew. So now we're going through the process of part of your life is your soul, or that's maybe the main function of your life. So when you start of the morning, you are saying that that process of the soul that you have, that you are right now experiencing, which is the soul which is in your body, which when you're getting up, you are declaring where it comes from. So you start off by saying, okay, it comes from Tahorahi, comes from the level of Tirilah, it is descended. And now you're talking about Atomisham Rabbi you continue, you guard it within me, and then you are destined to take it from me and return it to me. And we're thanking Hashem basically for bringing my life. So instead of just saying, oh, you brought me back my soul over here in the very level that you are, you are going through the whole history, really where your soul comes from. And your soul really comes from the level of Tiri Law. So when you say the Brichot HaShachar, you're actually saying in the uh, process from where your soul starts off. It starts from Ayin, it starts from Tiri Law, it starts from the highest places until it descends into the lower levels of Briyit Sirasi, until it comes down into your body, your part of your soul. Now, we're saying that at that point they are called the level of regel. When it descends into Briyitzira when it goes down to Barosi, that's regel. But while they are in the root, that is the level of Yisrael, which spells out, which has the meaning of Li Rosh. You know, you didn't lam it the end in the beginning of the Pasik, you swore swept around. Li Rosh means to me a head meaning that they are actually a rosh, they're not a level of regal. And he referenced to you to Ayin Ma Shekosuv, look what is written in the Parshish Shlach, and that is on the Posik, Al Posik Ani Hashem So over there, he expounds further on this idea. Now, so this is a little, the footnote continues now, or the parentheses continues now, uh, sometimes these are additions by the Tzamech Tzedek who published these works although in the Torah there's not that many but um, not that many uh, parentheses but a lot more in the Kutu Torah so he says V'zehu biur and he continues V'zehu biur inyan haniskar li'il and this is actually the explanation of what was explained earlier Bipirush in the meaning of the Al, the Musa Kisei Chulu that we said over there. That what did we say? That Shahu Liyes his Havus. That in order to bring about the creation of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. So he said over there, Shazehu Al Yidei that this takes place through the level of Bichinas Kisei. Over there, that's what he said before. Through the level of of kisei, ubechinas hadoim ragle odom, 
and also the level of of Ragli Odom. So that in order for Hashem to uh, bring down the Ein Sof into the world, he sits on the Kisei, and Ha'oretz Hadem Ragloi to continue with lower. So what it is, is really, we're not talking about the world only, we're talking about the person's soul. That we're talking about the soul that from the level of the Musa Kisei, the Muskmar Odom, you're lowering the into the brasa brasirasia behindu bechinas haneshamos. Those are the level of the neshamos. They're called kemoisha heim, as they are in the level bechinas brasa yitzarto in that level chulu. So he says shal yidei hislapshus ha'oyl bohem through the light dressing up in them. Uh, so then, Mekablim uh, first addresses up a hand in the Neshamas Yisrael. First, it goes to the Jewish souls. They descend. But through them, Mekablim Sharon Ivroim. So then, all other creations, the angels, the Vichitsoyim Yisraelim, the Brit Sirasir, and also the outer levels of Brit Sirasir, because there are various different categories, the inner, the outer category, so all these levels, then they receive uh, through the Neshamas Yisrael, but based the way the Neshamas Yisrael are above in their level of the root, in the level of Bechinas, or as we said earlier, that they and they entered into Hashem's thought, meaning, so to speak, in the higher level than Atzilus, they are beyond the level of Kisei, and also they are higher than the level than the creations of Biyah, they're on a higher level. They cannot create from there, they're beyond creation of So basically, that all this thing can only take place once the Neshamas Yisrael uh, get down into the level of Brasa Yitzhar Briya Yitzhar Asiya from form in all these levels. That is when the world can receive from them. That is when all of the processes take place. It has to come down from the level of Olu B'machshova, from the level of Ayin, over there the Neshamas are beyond, from them to come out all the other Nivrayim, and all the other creation, all the other worlds. It's only when they descend, or when the Ein Sof descends into the level of Regal, into the Neshamas Yisrael, the level of Bria. The Api Loshen HaKabola, based on the language of the Kabbalah, Yuvan Gamkein Ha'inyan, we can also understand the concept that we're saying, saying over here, the Bechinas Kemare Odom Ha'elyon, that that level of Kemare Odom, which we say in the Novi Ha'elyon, who is Lapshus Eirin Sobaruchu Be'eser Sviris Da'atzilus. That is when it dresses up in the 10th Sviris of Atzilus. Ve'akisei Ha'amosach Shebein Atzilus Libriya Chulu. The Kisei, that is sort of the curtain 
that is between Atzilus and Bria. And he uses language of the Kabbalah here. Mara Odom, when does Hashem get sort of the image of an Odom? Mara Odom Ha'elyon. That means when that image, when we say the Chilik Mara Odom Ha'elyon, that is who he slapshes. That is when the Odin soft dresses up. Um, that is when the Odom Ha'elyon dresses up in the Aser Sviris Datsilus, in the 10th Sviris Datsilus. And then you have the Kisei, the throne, that's the curtain. It's sort of the it's like a, a light coming through a curtain. So you have a curtain, and the curtain blocks some of the light so that it should only come in a little bit of light. So it's uh, air, uh, what are they called? Light filtering shades. You know, it doesn't let the light come in. So that kisei, when we say case, the cover, you said before, the H of kisei, that's not no cover, that's the kisei which is the curtain between Atzilus and Bria. So, and the same thing is with regards to the Jewish souls who are extant from these ten spheres, yes, behind They have two levels. Hainu, that is. The fact that his mazel, a person's mazel, that's like his luck, we're saying. He's above his level of his soul. There's an expression that says, if a person doesn't see, but his mazel sees. Which means, it's your intuition, something beyond you, right? That's considered the soul, which is always in Atzilus. That sees, that's the mazel. That is beyond the kisim. And the second is, that is, dressed up in the body. So, basically, we have two parts in our soul. One part, which has gone down to Brosi Tartanas and Fakta which is what comes down openly in ourselves, in our soul, that comes down into our bodies. But then we also have a muzzle, we have something beyond, which doesn't come down. That second part, which comes on the body, that is called the level of Regal. They're also called these two levels, are called Yisrael and Yaakov. They're also the levels of Yisrael and Yaakov. Ki Yisrael is Li Rosh, the Yaakov is Yud, Hamislabi Vichinus Okov, Ukumishkos Mokamachar. And the Yaakov is the Yud that comes down in the heel, as explained elsewhere. He uses here the terminology of Kabbalah, but basically what he's saying over here is that there's also the two names of Yisrael and Yaakov, the Jewish people are called. One of them represents the level of Rosh, the higher level, the way they're in Atzilus, the level of Mazlayu. And the other one represents, the Lem Yaakov represents the soul, the way it's in B'rit Sira because it's Yud, that it comes down to the Akev. And these are these two levels. V'hinei, Moshe Rabbeinu, all of Asholim, Moshe Rabbeinu, peace unto him, Omar, he said, Sheish meis elef ragli ha'om asher anoichi b'kir this is when Moshe Rabbeinu was complaining to Hashem about that the Jewish people are driving him. <laughs> you know, they're constantly complaining, and now they're saying they want meat. They complain they want meat. Moshe Rabbeinu says, there are 600,000 people over here. How do I have meat to feed all these, all these people? Now, but he didn't just say the language used in the Pasuk. He didn't say, Sheish Meyos Elef Anoshim. 
He says, Sheish Meis Elef Ragli. There are 600,000 foot feet. Now, again, it's not one versus two feet. Each person has two feet. There were 600,000 people over there. But he says, Ragli, the feet. That connects to the idea that we started off the Mimer, because the Mimer started with the Pasik, if you remember. It says that they saw the vision. This was before Matan Torah. And they saw Betachas Raglov under his feet. And he asked, what does it mean feet? Under Hashem's feet. How could we speak about feet? And the whole Mimer explained that there is various different levels in the Shamas Yisrael through which all the energy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes through because it has to make such a transition from the Ein Sof into the worlds that are limited and finite into Bri, Yitzira, Asiya it must go through various different transformation, things that contract it and conceal it in order for it to be able to energize it. And he said that the level of Odom, which is the level of Nishamas Yisrael, they are the level in which there is a manifestation of that Shekhinah in them. And the level of Nishamas Yisrael are divided in various categories as the image and the shape of a body. So within the bodies, you have various different limbs. So there is the feet, and there is the head, there is the heart. The Shamas Yisrael have various different functions at their level. The way they bring down, through them comes down the Ein Sof. So he's saying now that the level that Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking about the people, he called them that they were Ragle Ha'am Hazeh, because basically they are in the level the general nation at the level of Regal, versus the level of Moshe Rabbeinu himself, which was the level of Rosh. He was like the level, because he was the head, the head of, of, of Israel. This is a very important concept, Bechlal, the Hasidus, that some uh, others don't get or don't have that privilege is to realize that a Rebbe, a leader, a Moshe Rabbeinu, is our head, and, you know, therefore... Connecting to the Moshe Rabbeinu is part of connecting the whole body because you have a Moshe Rabbeinu and you have a foot. So if you just want to be a foot severed all by yourself, <laughs> then you're not connected. Then you're part. You know, this is the whole idea. Rosh, Rosh Bnei Yisrael. That okay. In any event, so he says Shemavuer. Yeah, but if this is the 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 door of Dia, the 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 knowledgeable door, right? The door Dia. Yeah. That was by the, the door of the Midbar, yeah? Yeah, which is who he's talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah. They're the feet, what are we? I mean, okay. we're in pretty bad shape. Yeah. Well, but over here, that's a good point. But here, as he said also earlier, we're mainly talking about the Neshamas Yisrael. So, and we're talking mainly at the Neshamas Yisrael at this point, the way they are above. And then it comes down later on into the individual Neshamas way it's in this world. So, as far as the level of above, I don't know that we have to, it's just what's coming down in this world is the lowest of the levels. But our higher sources of the Neshamas, they are still, everybody belongs where they belong. In other words, we have a certain level which we come from, and wherever we come from, we come from. The thing is that it's descended, the Neshama that comes down into the world, comes down into, is a very fragmented, it's a very small, and it's a very low piece uh, relatively to the other the, the, the souls. As the Gemara says, just to follow up on your sort of uh, statement, the Gemara says, if the Rishonim, Kimalochim, if the earlier ones are like angels, then we can be what? 
like human beings. So then, Anuk Bnei Adam. And if the Rishonim are Bnei Adam, they're like people, Anuk Echamayrim, we're like donkeys. And the Loik Echamayrim Shapichas Ben Yoyer. Not even, because Shapichas Ben Yoyer had a donkey who, who took care of not eating things they're not supposed to, you know, was a chosh of a donkey. <laughs> so not even like that. Anyways, Shemavuar, so over there it's explained, Shemoyish Rabbeinu Olav HaSholem, that Moshe Rabbeinu, peace unto him, is beyond and beyond from the level of regal, because he's referring to the people, he's saying they're a regal. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu himself is in a higher level. And that represents, that is, even after his neshama descends into his body, in him there radiates, there shines a level which is higher than the level of Kisei, which is the level of Kisei we learned was the cover, case Aleph, which is the cover for the Ein Sof, which is basically in the worlds of Bri Yitzira, the level of Gan Eden, which is the level of the Regal, Hanal, in the in the in Regal now. And he is higher than, he is beyond that, he's from the level from Atsilus. And the idea over here is similar to the saying of our sages of blessed memory that the fathers they they are the chariot and uh, and it's known that and it's known when we say they were a chariot, they were a chariot to what? They were a carriage, they were a merkava to the level of the hands of the world. What does it mean, the hands of the world? Avram was to the level of kindness, level of chesed, which is the right hand. The Yitzchak and Yitzchak to the level of the left hand. Zroyes the Adam Ha'elyin, and when we talk about the hands of the Adam Ha'elyin, who Al Derech Moshe, by way of example, the Milo Milo Bechinas Akitzik Kanal is beyond the level of the throne, because earlier, as mentioned earlier, Kinnis Kaliel has mentioned earlier, because earlier you said when you sit on a chair, the main thing, even though your whole height is lowered, but the main thing, what is sitting, is the bottom, and your legs are on the ground. That's what comes down. Your hands and your body is still above the chair. So here you have the chair, and you're sitting on top of the chair, so your head is higher than the chair, and your legs go beyond, lower than the chair. So the level of the kisei is the level, and lower, that's the level of the regal. That's the regal of the Nisham Yisrael. But Moshe is like the part which is above the kisei, which is like the hands, because when we say they were a Merkava, they were a Merkava, to the higher levels of the Zrayas Oilam, to the levels of Chesed and Gavura, of the world, of the Parchism of the world. Now, again, we use the language of Merkava. What does it mean, Lajon Kava? Merkava means that they were totally subjugated. Again, this is just a language to when we use, when we want to express that they were totally reached a level and they were totally encompassed and subjugated. Into that level, we call them a cover, just like a carriage goes without making any decisions or without 
any sort of delay, the carriage, when you, the horses go, the carriage goes. See, even the horse, really, when you say a carriage, we, re- we, we measure the carriage relative to the horse. Because when you're going to have the horse go, at least you got to give him, horse will also go, but you got to give him a shmais for him to go. Okay, he'll go. But it takes some effort. But a carriage doesn't, doesn't do anything. The horse moves, the carriage moves. So when we want to express the level of the office, how much they were subjugated, we call them a Merkava. All the time we call them Merkava because that really says that they were totally bottled, like they had no independent, they were totally encompassed and they totally subjugated themselves to this level. So Amram reached the level of Chesed and, and, and Yitzchuk the level of Gura. So uh, Inyan, so explain like this. The Mavur Lamailo, because above it's been explained, the Bechinas HaKisei Hu Alavush Vahamosoch, that the level of Kisei is the garment and the curtain, Hamailim Al Ha'oir, which blocks the light. Kidei Shiyiz Havaz in order for it to be a creation of Britsirasiya. So the level of the kisei is the garment that covers it. So in order there should be Britsirasiya. And the level of Raglayim. Nimshokim Lamata al Yideya Kisa Ulavushana. The level of the legs. They, the regal, they extend below through the kisei. So when you have a chair, then your legs go below. So in order to get the light from above to below, there has to be a cover so that you can get, there's a curtain. It's like if you have the sun shining and you can't look at the sun. So if you put up a curtain over there, you get some light and then you, it goes through the curtain. It's not so intense anymore. It's, it's a lesser light. The kisei is like the cover that allows for the light to go down in a lower level so that it can be creating these finite and limited things of But when we talk about the level of the hands, that is a level of, that's a revelation of a level that is beyond that garment and that helen that blocks that has to go through to create to go down below the kisei for gilui bechinas tohirahi and that is the level of the level of tohirahi because as mentioned Chula has mentioned earlier when we say in the morning brichas hashachar we say ato neshama shenasato bi you say tohirahi so he asked the question before he says wait a minute after we say tohirahi we say you created it. So he said, how could it be Tahirahi? There's no, it hasn't yet created it. What are you saying? You're talking about he, you're talking about the Neshama. You're saying the Neshama that you gave me is Tahir, but where, how do you get a Neshama? We're saying Atabarasa, you created it, is, is, is later. That comes the next word, you created it. So how could it be at Neshama Tahirah? She said, Atabarasa. You can say neshama shabarosa tayri. The neshama that you created is pure. You can't say that it's tayri and then say you created it. So he explained that take the neshama comes from a higher level than brosa. Brosa yitzartas is 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 our already level of bria tzidasia. That's already the neshama descending. Before we come to the level of bria, we have the neshama of tahira. 
that purity of the neshama which is beyond the level of bras. It's like not a creation yet. And that's a place where the neshama is totally united with the Ein Sof, with Hashem Himself. That's called the level of Tehiru Ilah, that purity of the above by Hashem Himself. And the forefathers, who were saying before were a Merkava. And also Moshe Rabbeinu Vashalom, Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, peace unto him, as we are learning now, that he said Ragli, that he did Ragli, and he's the higher level. They were a chariot to that revelation of that light. And that word, the, the way they were a Merkava, is because they were a Merkava, because they were always totally subjugated all the time. And through that, they were able to be mamshich, the higher level, the level of uh, of the Yedayim, level of Tira, the higher level of this world. who explained this idea is Kino on the like we see by very example, by the person below, that the hands have more of the intellect revealed in them, the mind and the intellect, more than the feet. That the hands can be united and come closer, more to the intellect, more than the feet. What he's trying to say is, with your hands, you can make I mean, your feet, you can dance, probably we'll see in a minute, or no, you can do. But with your hands, various kinds of, 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 of activities that take place are very uh, precise and intellectually uh, motivated uh, movements and, 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 and things, whether it's to create, to build, to do every, all different kinds of things that come. We find it more in the hands than in the foot. Even though that the leg is also subjugated to the head, and wherever the head wants, it's going to move the the leg, so it's not the pshat that the leg doesn't listen to the, that the hand listens more to the intellect than it, than it does the, than the foot. But that subjugation is not automatic. That is based on the instruction of the intellect. That the leg listens to that command. The command is walk and you go. As opposed to the movements of the hand, that takes is no command there. That happens automatically. As the desire of the intellect, you don't need to construct at all. Give an example. See the difference between clapping with your hands or dancing with your feet. He says, When a person becomes joyful, immediately he will clap his hands. He will display with his hands a movement 
Tenua that shows on the Kemoi Lahakis Al Kaf to give a, a bank somebody you know a bank. I think that means Lahakis Al Kaf, or it means to that, or it means give like a good uh, a bank on somebody's shoulder when he's very happy. That's going to be an expression which comes immediately. On the other hand, Mashenki Beraglayim. As opposed to the legs, that it should extend from this, that they should dance from that joy, they should start dancing. That doesn't happen automatically. There has to be now a command from the seichel to the feast to go dance. And the same thing with other movements. His havos at nubemelo. The other movements also in the hand. These movements happen automatically. Kfi amachshove b'seichel as the thought in the seichel wraps. Kinida bechush as you see vividly. The hands move all the time, just like that. Mash enkim beregel ain't nubemelo. He says, but the leg it doesn't go automatically. Rakal pitzuvu only based on instruction. Zer ayeb berura and this is a clear evidence. Shabi yedayim yeshgilu aseichol yoisad that in the hands there is more revelation of the intellect in the hands. Achinim shachem eleyem until they extend that they draw by themselves. Ach machshavas aseichol after the thought of the seichol kiluenim dabe fnei atzma as if they're not something independent they just follow. Vanim shol yuvan so we can understand the the example here what we're trying to uh, equate over here to the physical relationship between the hands to the intellect which move automatically without a command and with the uh, legs in which you have to instruct it to do so. So that would be This is the same, this is the difference between the greatness, the advantage of our forefathers, Avram and Yaakov, and Moshe Rabbeinu Peace unto them, Rabbeinu Aleim Hashalom. Shohoyu b'bchinas Merkava u'beteilim legamre elav yizborech. They were like a carriage. They were totally subjugated to Hashem. Kilu einom yesh v'davar nifrat b'fnei atzme klal, as if they are not an existent. They're not separated at all. Klal v'leposku tomid melekasher daitom. They did not cease from connecting their mind hanal in the above-mentioned subjugation. Even for more instance, in Lachain, Hoyu Merkava, and therefore they became a carriage, the Bechinas Zroyas Oilom. They were to the Zroyas Oilom, the hands of the world. We're talking about an image of Adam. So you have the hands of the world, which is beyond the level of Kisei and Mosach, as we learned before, that the Regel is something which, uh, and as it says right after the parenthesis, so this was the level of these great Sadiqim. As we said earlier, that the main, the Kisei, the level that goes down is the level of Regel. As the Pasik says, I know, as it says in the Geras HaKodesh Yura, Maschilu V'chayoyi, over there it says, V'zele Shoyne, this it says, V'af gam la'achar she'yordu ha'nefesh ruach neshomer da'atzilus lo'elam ha'zeh, 
the tzaddikim orishani that even after they descend the nefesh ruach and neshama of the tzaddikim into this world into Adam Hazem. It's possible that their essence has not changed to become something detached, separate from the So that means that the tzaddikim, even as they come down into this world, they still keep their higher level, their level of Ein Sof, that they were the level of the Zroyus Oilam, the level of that is higher, the level of Atzilus, they carry it over here too. And this is all the Ma'alam Bechines So this is the advantage of whom? This is the others, and this is David, and this is Moshe Rabbeinu. You were saying Moshe Rabbeinu is different than the others. No, no, that is, he's bunching them together. This is Moshe and the others, together. Now he's going to say the other one. So Moshe and the others, they had the level of Atzilus, they had the higher level. Moshe came. Shar Nishamis Hatzadikim, as opposed to the other souls of the Tzadikim. Shaloyi Giyu Libchinas Vigeder Bittel Zehat Midi, who have not reached to the level, to the uh, uh, great level of subjugation, these boundaries and the uh, uh, reach that level, uh, that to constantly be in a way of subjugation to Hashem. Rak, the only thing what they do is they arouse, they're not always like that, but they arouse, they wake up by themselves, they uh, their soul becomes subjugated and becomes excited with love and fear of Hashem. And yet they're still tzaddikim. But they're still tzaddikim, but they're not on that level. But that's Bechinah's regal. Then they're like a foot. The difference in the hand of the Bechinah's regal. Because he's explaining all different the regal and foot, and he's explaining why they're called Ragli Ha'am Hazeh, why they're called regal. Because the regal means that he's not constant. The difference between the regal, because the whole Mimer idea is based, the regal is the lowest part of the foot. That is comes down, but the hands stay above. So, and you know, the whole idea that Abraham is Yimina and Yitzchok is Yismala, they're all hands, and this is feet, the difference between hands and feet. Um, so, that is also subjugated to the Seichel, yeah, which means the hands are also listen and they're subjugated, they're not. Uh, Separate from the from the mind. However, it's not automatic. You have to that love and fear of Hashem is not just with you automatically. You have to arouse it. It's like the foot. The foot listens, but you got to arouse it. There needs to be a command, something extent from the intellect. That that is the idea of extending that meditation in order to arouse that love. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu, all of Hashem said about the people of his generation, notwithstanding the fact they were a generation of knowledge. So you can't say, in other words, to be a regal is also a big madrega. You have to be a madrega to have the Av of Yira. 
They're not talking about bums like us altogether. <laughs> wait, they're talking exactly. We don't. We don't. We don't count. Hold on. A yeah. Second. According to the Arya Kedush, we are those bums. Yeah, but no. The point here is that these were a high madrega. To say when we say a foot doesn't mean to say something who is not belongs. The foot belongs. Listens is married Yira, Doesn't yeah. have. Does not counselors because he says. So even though they were there, they, they were but But as opposed to he himself, Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, "Asher bikirba." He says, "I am amongst him." What does it mean? He's anoichi bikirba means I'm amongst him. Means this is. Higher than the love of regular. As will, God willing, be explained later on. This is, in a general way, the neshama. These neshamas, they're called the level of regal. But then you have, within each neshama itself, there is the level of moyach and regal within the neshama itself. Every soul, every soul is in the shape of Adam. It also has the level of the hand and the foot. There are natural fear and love. That is the Natural hidden love that is hidden, nikra b'chinas regel. That's within the person. That's called also the foot. Avo b'chinas d'chinu uruchimosichliim, but the love and fear, intellectual love and fear, that is what one creates through meditation. They're nikraim yedaim. They're called hands. Shemis agdim imaseichel v'amoichim because they unite with the intellect and the mind. And from the level you start off with the natural love and fear of Hashem, you reach then you reach the level of fear and love, intellectual love. And that takes place when he reads the Shema. When he says Shema Yisrael Hashem Elikeinu when he says, listen, Israel, Hashem is our God. What does it mean, our God? So we learned earlier, Elikeinu is Mamash our God because the Neshama comes from the level of Tahirah here, comes from the level of Tirilah. So it's ours. So Shubachinah Sherish Nishmasa. He's saying, our God means it's the source of my Neshama. That's Bubachinah's Mazle Chose. That's his Mazel sees. Sometimes we say, even a person can't see it on the cognitive level, but on the subconscious level, that's called the mazle, that's chazi, that can see. So his own uh, level over here is connected with his physical being and with his neshama, the way it's over here, but the reading of Shema Yisrael, Yisrael, so then you're sort of tapping in that your mazle is that sees that that part, shahu meyuchad mamashim elakus, that is actually... Actually united with godliness, and from there it will shine and it will be revealed. 
Ve'ahavta. So even though you're just using their natural love, but you bring down to the higher level of love, there should be Ve'ahavta. Havaya So Hashem should be elikecha. That means to bring down gamkin lemato. So that that revelation of unity that you have, the experience of your neshama, the way it is above, that should also take place below. That while the neshama is dressed up in the body, you should also experience that level of connection which your neshama has before it comes down, when it is mamish connected with the insof, as it's written elsewhere. So that's the idea of hafta. Uh, you should love that Hashem should become Elikecha, that it should come down into this world, that connection. It's known that the reason for the descent of the Neshama in this world, is for the purpose of an Aliyah. It says in the parentheses, the Neshama comes from a high step, which is Bechinas Tohoirahi, that's the level of Tohoirahi, and it comes down to Bechinas to the level of Asiyah, which is represented by the word Nafaktabi. When we say in the morning, in the Bechas HaShachar, you say, Elokai Neshama Shenosatabi, Elokai. Neshama Shenosatabi, the Nesol that you've given me, Tohoirahi, it begins from the level of Tohoirah. And then it goes through the entire process of Tohoirahi, Atobaroso, Ato Yitzarto, Ato Nafakto, B. So Nafakto B, this is the level of Asiya. So why does the Neshama go down? That's for the purpose of an elevation. That takes place, the Aliyah takes place through the letters of Torah. The letters of Torah make the Aliyah, the Torah Aliyah to the higher level. And as it's written elsewhere, the letters they are called horses. Why? I will see in a minute. Because a horse takes you places where you can't go by yourself. These letters take you and raise you. The letters of Torah take you to a higher place than you can go yourself. Where do we see that one rides on the horse? Kamesha Kosuv, as it says in the Posik in Habakkuk. That you ride on your horses. And that is the letter, that's the level of Oisius. Just as a horse will elevate and bring the person that rides on it. To a spot, to a place where he is not able so much to get himself. He just can't make it there by himself. Likewise, the letters of Torah, they elevate and they raise the soul to go up higher and higher. That is the letters, the letters of Torah. They are the horses, they raise the person. Or raise the Nisham. Yes, Oisiyos, Shehein Bechinas Ha'aloha. 
there are some letters which are in the level that they bring you up. And there are levels Other letters bring and draw. The Hainu, where do they draw from? From the level that surrounds all world to the level that fills all worlds, which is from the obscure to the reveal. This is the interpretation, the language of the word oisios, which is loshin havo. Actually, oisios means comes from bringing. This is the language of the Gemara. He came, somebody, one of the rabbis came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, and he brought a masnisa, a Mishnah in his hand that he taught. So the word also means comes, icy means brought. Or the Pasik in the Vorim Lamed Gimel Pasik base with regards to Matan Torah, the Pasik in the Vorim says, And he came together with the marriage of Kodesh to give the Torah as the Pasik describes over there in the end of the Vorim. Now, this is all going to explain, but the Altarebbe is heading now is to explain the Posik that he starts. He says, Livnas Hasapir. He says, They saw these bricks. He's going to explain now that there is a difference between bricks and, there's a, and, and, and a stone. While a stone is created from Minashemayim, the bricks are created by the humans. So he's going in to explain the idea of letters, and now he's going to explain letters are stones. In the book of Yitzira, referencing letters, he recalls them over there as stones. Because the language over there is Shnei Avonim, Shnei Botim that two stones can build two houses because if you have two letters you can make it A, B and they can make it B, A you can make it Aleph, base. you can make it base Aleph if you have three letters there is more the, all the different combinations that you can do Ki Evan hu bichinas doimim for Evan is a letter is on a level of an animate vu bichina ha what, when we talk about a stone, a stone is inanimate. That is the lower level, when you have the four levels of Eish, Ruach, Mayim, Ofer. And you have, and Vidoimim Tzimei When you have the levels of Eish, Ruach, Mayim, and Ofer, that's the lowest. Or when we do it's also it's the doimim. So the stone is the least, is the most least, is on the lowest level. But kacha oisius. Likewise, when we talk about the letters within the soul of of a person, they too are in the lower level and in a level of inanimate. is relative to the intellect and the emotions. Within the person himself, the intellect and the emotions that is represented, 
That's like the chai and the tzemeach. The intellect is like the chai, and the midas is like the tzemeach. And the uh, and the oisios uh, are the inanimate, the doimim. As is written elsewhere. But with regards to this, King David, peace on him, says, That stone that was refused, was rejected by the builders became the foundation. Although these letters, which are called stones, they are lower than the intellect and the emotions, yet they elevate the intellect and the emotion to such a, an advantage and a step which is higher even than Chochmah. So they're lower, but they bring it higher. As mentioned earlier with regards to the level of horses, that the horse is a lower level than the human, and yet the horse is the one that brings the human to places where he can't get himself. This is, as our statement, the statement, of our teachers of blessed memory, the hirur le'avid midi, that if you just think, you haven't done anything, which means if you don't verbalize when you daven or when you don't verbalize it, you haven't done. Just the thinking in your heart hasn't done. It has to be expressive letters. It has to come the oisius outside. With regards to Torah, is also read, it says, the Pesach says there, in Mishlechayim, they are life for those who express them. So the Gemara Darshans is, means if you verbalize it, you express it with your mouth. And the idea is, so why is it, what is the ICS, what do they do, how come they, how come it's so necessary to have the letters, the words, the expressive, why is it so necessary? That from stones you make a home that a person can live in. You cannot live if you don't have a home, you can't live Likewise, through the letters of Torah, we draw down the revelation of the blessed light of the Insoiv, which is which is so that he should rest and dress up in a Torah. You need a place where you can live. Where could the Ain Sof live? The Ain Sof can live in the bias, in the thing that is created from the bank. Baham Shachahi. And where does he bring it down from? Mibchinas Ain Sof. Thank you very much. Baham Shachahi. Mibchinas Ain Sof Baruchu. Baham Shachahi is from the level of Ain Sof Baruchu. Baruch Atadinayil Hainimalachoy Lom Shahako Yilni Bidore. Amen. 
So you bring it down from the level of Ensobaruchu, which is Kiloy Odomhu, which is the Pasuk Yishmul Aleph, Perik Tazwa Pasuk Altez. Sheyiyin Nimshach Umislabish Lemato, so that it should extend and dress up below in the level of Kimara Odom. So you take the Ein Sof, the Loy Odom, and you bring it down in Odom, in the, in the Kimara Odom. The is through a house, which is the idea of base oisios, which is bechinas oisios, which is the level uh, of oisios. Kimoisha bayis just like a house is surrounds the person and is above the person uh, so likewise what you draw down in the house is something which is beyond beyond you because the house surrounds you which is the okay this is the principle here so, therefore, we have this is why we have the letter of Oisius. Loshin Mikra, and this is the language that we call it, the Chumish is we called Mikra, or we read, we say Koira Batoira. So, Mikra means reading, or Koira means reading, but Koira also means call, that you're calling, which means Koodam Shekoira Lachavedoi Sheyove Etzloi. Like one who calls his friend to come towards him. Likewise, through the level of Oisius of the Torah, you're sort of calling Hashem to be revealed below. As the statement of our teachers of blessed memory, Hakodesh Baruch Hu Koyde V'Shoyne Kenegdei. The Hakodesh Baruch Hu reads calls and reads opposite you. That means that you are bringing down Hakodesh Baruch Hu because you're learning Torah and you're calling Hakodesh Baruch Hu to learn Torah against you. Pirush Hakodesh Baruch Hu. What does it mean, Hakodesh Baruch Hu? Hakodesh Baruch Hu Bechinas. The base represents Bechinas. It's always just a mistake. Pirush Hakodesh Baruch Hu Bechinas Seivim Kolam. The level of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the level of Seva Klam. Is Koyre V'Shoyne Gamkin Oishis Eilu Halolu. He also is reading these same letters. Haynu Shenim Shech Lavoi Mahelam El Hagilui. That means that he comes from the hidden to the revealed. It comes from the Ein Sof. Comes down Koyre V'Shoyne in 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 it. Ayu Masha Amru Kinegde. What does it mean Koyre V'Shoyne Kinegde? You're saying Koyre V'Shoyne. What does it mean opposite him Kinegde? Hainu lefi shegilui ze nimshach li bichinas nishamas anivroim. Since this is extends to the level of the souls of the creation, shem balagvu, they are people. They are limit. They are gvu. The yev shel lahem lahochil gilui oirein sof abilti bagvu. They cannot contain the revelation of the ein sof. Which is limitless. 
Alkein Omar Kinegdoi. That's why he says opposite him, because it's not Mamish him, you can't actually take him. It still stays in his distance. It's not, doesn't come down directly to him. Kidvar Hashem, for Hashem's words, which is Zuhalocha, Kidvar Hashem, we know, is Zuhalocha. So which means the Abishter is reading these words. The Abishter calls it, the Abishter reads it from above to below. We're reading it from below. And we're calling Hashem to come down. And Hashem in turn is calling from above to come down below. And based on everything that we mentioned earlier we will come now to explain the verse underneath his feet there was like the actual for behold it was explained we explained earlier that letters are called the stones in stones we find two levels. We find actual stones. They are a creature, they are created by the heavens. They come back there, Hashem created them. The Habeis and the second type of a stone is that's a stone that is made by the hands of the human. That is the brick that is made out of sand through people. That too becomes very hard and strong. Strong and hard. That too is called an heaven. Even though it's called a levena, but it's also called an heaven. As the Pesach says, Let's go and let's build these bricks. We will burn them into the kiln. They will make them hard. They harden them. And that levena became their stone, as it says in Bereshit So the Pesach refers to the bricks, refers to them as an heaven. Okay, do them for some. And as it's known, and it's common knowledge, it's public, that Shagam Hain, that also them, Halavainim, even Binyan, Bayis Choyma, they can build a house with a fortress house, with a wall, a house with a wall, just like stones. So you don't need stones to build, you can build also from bricks, you can build a home, you can build a bricks. However, you need to have preparation. How to make these bricks so that they should be strong and that they should last. By burning them in the furnace of the fire, that's how you make them, that's how you harden them and you make them strong. As mentioned earlier, when they said, We will make these bricks and we'll burn it in the kiln. I'm not sure they call it a kiln or where they break the, the bricks, where they call it a kiln. Yeah. So, so then the heaven, you know, you do the proper preparation, then the levena, the brick, becomes. 
like a stone. That is a stone that is made by humans, by the hands of humans. And it's not in the essence the way they are been created like actual stones. The stones are a creature of the heavens. The example from these two different types of stone, we can understand spiritually. In the matter that these letters, which are called stones, they also have these two levels. You have the beginners, that which was created by the heavens, that's called stones. That's a level that is made by humans, and that's called bricks. That is, the level of the letters of the Torah, they are called the letters of Torah, they are called Avonim. Because the letters of the Torah, the Torah gave us, those are bricks that the Torah gave us. If we speak stones. Hebrew, stones, stones, sorry, they gave us. By Dabir Hashem El Moshe Lamer, Hashem speaks to Moshe, saying, that means that it comes from the Torah. Hashem is speaking to Moshe. That is called the holy tongue. For this is drawn down from the level which is the holiness of the one above. But what is the level of bricks? Those are the letters that are from the seven the languages of the language of the nations. Asher kol that each nation and nation speaks in its own language. it's written that like the four corners of the sky, I've scattered you. The Hainu that is that the Jews are scattered amongst the 70 nations. They also speak in the language of the nations that they live amongst them. In all their needs of their business, they're always, they talk in the language of the land that they are in. And afterwards, when they pray with self-sacrifice, with intention, and they study Torah from the effort they go and study Torah from the effort that they had in their occupation, in their business, Azai. So then they elevate all the combination of the letters that they spoke of them higher and higher to the root of their soul. The root of the soul is the level of the which is the that the 
purity and the clarity of where the neshama comes, which is before it started to stand in the evolution. And this is what we call Chulin Shenasu Altares HaKodesh. Those are non-consecrated. These are Chulin because these are languages. Of, but they have become, they have been made on the purity of the Holy. Pirush, meaning like this. For the holy language is extends from the level of Kodesh as opposed to the other languages. That's called Chulit. That's called Chulit. That's weekly. These are Chulit. But when they are sorted out through the davening, as mentioned earlier, and also when you speak in those languages to understand the Torah, as we're doing right now, we're talking in a non in a choil in a choil in English. We're talking about what to understand the Torah. Oh. like for example in the Gemara, yes, There are several words which are in the Aramaic language. As the word says, Hoki Hashto, or I Amrit Bishloima, those are Aramaic, those are not Loshin Kodesh. Hareheim Nasi Naltaris Akodesh, then they become on the purity of the holiness, Bechinas Kodesh Ha'elyain, the level of the Kodesh of the above, and the Tihiri law, and the purity of the above. And then this becomes like the example of the bricks. Although they are simply sand, nevertheless, through the act of the human, they also become strong and hard in a way that they become like a stone. As mentioned earlier, until you build from them a uh, wall, that the Torah is the Choyma, that's the letter of Torah. But from them, you make, also from them, you create like the Torah because you use them and you utilize them and you make them strong and they too become like the wall, like Torah. However, in the it's not possible for to turn around and to sort out the level, the, the combinations of letters, the chulin. So they should become altaris akodesh. Haniskalil that is mentioned earlier, they should be called holy stones. Only when you have the self-sacrifice, when you read the Shema, that is how you create those bricks. And we said before, the Kamoi Moshul Halavani. Just like the example of the bricks. The Tzorik Shiyis Son Bikivshon Tchilo. Kiniskaliil, that first you need to burn them in the furnace. As mentioned earlier, through the burning, they will turn around to become hard and strong as rocks. 
So Hashem. Likewise, this is the idea in the service of Hashem. who? What is the concept of burning those bricks? by davening with intent, with intensity, with intention, with uh, an excitement. Ava from love and excitement of love and fear. Be'amre, when he says the words, Va'ahavta love Hashem with all your heart. Aideiz and Nisrafim, that burns. V'nichlolim, and that includes Oishis Hazorim, these strange letters. Mikol ha'masamatan sh'oisik, from the entire business that he occupies himself, in which he talks in that language. Begam kol ha'chayis b'shefa she'nasamehem. And also all the vitality and the flow that comes of them. Kamoi Michael Ulavush, as for example, the food and the garment, they all are elevated and they all are included in the oneness in the service of Hashem. When he gives his life away when he says the word echad, when he does it with excitement that's the burning, that's the kiln, that's the kifshon, that's where the bricks are burnt and that's where they become strong and that's where they build that that wall but it's necessary that his occupation in his give and take in the business should be called and forced, sort of as if he has to do it because that's what he has to do, that's not he's not excited about that he does it because it's a necessity not with an actual desire it's like as if you force him until you want, like there's the concept in halacha that you force something, somebody to do something until he agrees, says okay I want it so you can imagine already what kind of warning that is. It's a warning because you got to do it. So the way you have to do your business and your other work is, okay, I'm going to do it. In order to sustain, to give vitality to his own soul and the souls of his family members, of his household. So that they are able to serve Hashem their entire existence. And like our teachers of blessed memory said, Make your Torah permanent and your work make temporary. That means that the main intention in the work that you do should be it's not in order you touch the vikva. Now, Tanebe teaches here a lot deeper than the simple meaning. Simple meaning says, make this permanent, Torah permanent, and you work temporary. Now, Tanebe says that the only reason you should do your temporary work so that you can have a permanent Torah learning. So, the, in other words, that the purpose of the Malach Tcha'arai is in order to achieve that the Torah should be keva, because the only way you're going to have in order for the Torah to be Kava, you have to have the Malach Tcha'arai, because all the Torah cannot be Kava. 
so then once it goes through that process, then it can go to elevate it in the letter later on. The letters of Torah, and then when he builds the Torah, so in other words, you have to have the davening, you have to have that fire, then also, not only that fire, but also to originally make the distinction that when you're working, that should be just to do what, because that is what I need to do, not something that you really desire, not something that you're really enthusiastic about, it's just you do it because that's the necessity in order to be able to have and then when you learn when then you daven, you have an excitement of uh, being dedicated to Hashem with that's done with the fire so then it can elevate the and that's how you create the Levain now this is all an introduction to what he's going to explain the Pasuk that we say so over there was the brick it was the Livnas Asapir which is going to articulate in the uh, later on in the Bible so over there it says that when they were preparing for receiving of the Torah it says that they saw that underneath his feet, and this is metaphorically speaking about Hashem, saying that underneath his feet, there was, Kimaisa Lidna Sasapir, was like a sapphire brick, made out of sapphire, a brick, in, underneath his feet. So, the Mimer was explaining the whole time that this whole idea of referencing um, Hashem in a way of a human, saying, like the image of a human. He pointed out, it doesn't say Odom, it says Kimare Odom, as, in other words, similar. And he explained that in order for the flow of energy of the infinite, limitless Ein Sof to be able to come down into this world it gets a shape the shape that it gets is the shape of a human the different elements and the different parts in a human as he explained but he also explained that within the human there is the part of the feet now notice in this verse it says that he saw that they saw the Tachas Raglov. We specifically say that it was underneath his feet. It doesn't say they saw by Hashem a bricks Maislimasapir. It says Tachas Raglov Sapir that it was under his feet. So he says Tachas Raglov Davke, that specifically underneath his feet. So what does it mean that the bricks that he saw were underneath his feet? What do the feet represent? It doesn't just say the, the bricks were under his hands. It says they were under his feet. And this all follows the explanation that he gave before, as he's going to explain. 
It has been articulated above as far as the uh, idea that it says This is a verse which states that God this is in Tehillim, in the Psalms it says God has sat down to be a king for eternity. But in this context, the way the Rebbe explained it, the Alter Rebbe was, by Yeshev Hashem, Hashem sat down, sitting down means he lowered himself. When a person is standing and then he sits down, that means that the person is lowering themselves. Metaphorically speaking, by Yeshev Hashem, Hashem sitting down in order to become a melech le'oilam, to be a king in this world, to descend into this world, he lowered himself into this contraction, into this formation of an Adam in order to create the world. And then it says, on what do you see? Sit. It says, Hashem sat down. But like we say, now, what does a person sit on? You sit on a chair. A chair is called a kise, a chair. In the, in the prophecy of Ezekiel, over there it says, Dumus hakise, the image on the throne, the image on the chair. What is the meaning of this kise? In the inner meaning, what is this throne? It's a descent, but what is the kisei? He says the word kisei is actually sheyesh bechinas kisei. There is the level of kisei which is put together of two words, case, aleph. Case is like in the English, case means a cover, but case means actually in the Hebrew also means a cover. Not like we're saying a case for something, just we're saying it's a cover. For Aleph, the word Kisei is made up of two words. Case, Aleph, a cover for Aleph. Aleph representing one. Number one, the master of the universe, Hashem. A cover for Hashem. The Kisei is a cover for Hashem. Which means, what does it mean it covers Hashem? It's like if you have in your house the sun is shining in and it's too sunny... So what you do, you put up a shade, and then the shade blocks, doesn't allow for all the light to come in. So the word kisei, case aleph, covers the aleph, means that it blocks, and it doesn't allow for the full force of Hashem's energy to be in this world, which would not be useful for the world in the way Hashem wants it to be a limited and a finite materialistic world. As he says, Hamalbish, so the Kisei is the Hamalbish, one that dresses up, Umechaseh, and covers, Le'oir hanimshech mibchinas kimare odom chulu, to the light, which is extend from the level. Kimare Odom, the image of a human. So the Mare Odom is usually understood the level of Atsilus. 
in order to bring down from the level of Atsilus, which is the image, Kimara Odom, there has to be a Kisei, so Atsiyuchelis is Havus Ayesh, the Dover Nifrot, so that it should be able to bring about the creation of a Yesh, of an item, the Dover Nifrod, and a separate entity, in the worlds of you want to bring down so that there should be creations here and the whole idea is that these created beings should not sense godliness they should sense their independence of godliness and they should seek out Hashem as he said earlier God is hiding and wants you to seek him out and find him. But he needs to create a world which can uh, be separate and independent from him. And this creation of a being, of a substance, this is underneath the raglov. That's underneath the feet, meaning that is below, that is already the level which is lower than the raglov because it feels itself independent. Your feet are still connected. This is under the feet because it's like independent, disconnected, and it feels itself as a yesh. And that is what the verse states, that your kingdom dominates over everything. This is a Pasuk in Tulum Kimul Pasukites. Hainu. That means, Afilu Ad Hasorim. Even up till the what he calls the sorin, the officers, those are the uh, upper level above the physical world. There is a level which is called sorin, which each country has its own sar. Hashem's malchus goes down to all of the lowest levels. So this all comes from the level of regel underneath the regel. Mashein came Bechinas Yad, as opposed to the level of Yad Hand, who lemaylo mebechinas kisei. That is beyond the level of kisei. That's why it's tachas raglov, not because that's beyond the level of kisei. That's beyond the block. Ve'ein shom bechinas yesh v'dover nifrod. Over there, there isn't such a level of a being and something independent. It's just him and his garments are one. Which means on the higher level, Hashem together with his Caleb, together with what's been created, is united. Which means they sense, they're not independent, they feel their source. And that is the place which is higher than Egel, that's the level of Yad. But it's different when we talk about the regal, about Kein Omar, Al Kein Omar, that's why it says, V'tachas Raglov, underneath the feet, Shul, Lematom, Mibchines, Kisa, Nisker, 
Le'il, which is below the Kisei that was mentioned before, Shom Hu B'chinas Livnas HaSapir. Over there is the brick, the Sapir. He says, underneath the feet, over there you find this brick, the Sapir brick. That brick is always over there. What is this idea of this brick that being underneath over there? So he says like this. What is the idea of a brick? Pirish Leveno. What is the brick? Pirish Livnas. We're saying, Betachas Raglo Kemaisa Livnas Hasabir. What is Livnas? Hu me'inyan bechinas levenim aniskar li'il. That is similar to the level of bricks that was mentioned before. Which means, he talked, he had a discussion earlier that you have stones which come from the creation, a rock, and then you have a man-made stone, which is a brick. A brick is, you can build a house with bricks, you can build it with stone. Stone are made by God, by Hashem. Bricks are human-made. You burn it in the fire, you put it through the kiln, you have the right materials, you make it into strong, it becomes a uh, a stone. So what does that represent? So that represents when the human effort goes in and you take that effort, you can make it into a stone to hold a building that means that you can sort it out and work it through to reach the level that it becomes a stone also. So that's what he says, That is the sorting out and the elevation of the letters of the 70 languages. He says there's the difference between Lush and Kodesh, the Hebrew language. The Hebrew language is like the stone that comes from Hashem. The nation's language, all the other nations, the 70 languages, they are like language that comes from like bricks. Because they are man-made. The difference between the holy tongue, Lush and Kodesh, and the other nations, the other nations are made by humans. Humans created that language. And those languages, when you study Torah as we are, in the English language, okay? So what we're doing is, these are, we're not using the holy tongue, we're not using Lush and Kodesh, we're just using regular languages. And Jews always spoke in the language of the countries that they lived in. They picked up that language. But when we go ahead and we study Torah using the language of the people, that's we are created those bricks, which become now the building of the Torah, because we're studying Torah with the bricks that we've created from the words of the nations of the world, as opposed to if we would be studying in Hebrew, we'd be using stones which come down from the heavens. After you uh, sort them out, which means when you take the Hebrew language and you sort it out, what does it mean sorting it out? You use it properly. Instead of using the English language to insult somebody or to say something derogatory or whatever, you use the Hebrew language to study Torah. You use that. So what you're doing is you're making that language shine 
like a sapphire, like a beautiful stone. After you, you sort them out, they become like a brick of the sapphire, which means they shine like the sapphire. Because now these English words shine because they are human-made bricks, but now we're using them to build our building. As the verse says, so we find the, a place of sapphire is her stone, which is a verse in E of Chavchezvav, and the Pasik says there, Lo Yoda Enish Erka. A human cannot understand, know its value. And that is because the we transferred the words of that language into a very holy so that they shine like sapphires. Although these letters are human-made letters and they're not heavenly-made letters, the words that we're speaking are made by people. And they're not godly. These words are not made by God. But mekomakem yet al yidei mesidus nefesh bekriyshma. I dare mesidus nefesh bekriyshma through the dedication in the reading of the Shema. Nizbaru kol kach. They have been so sorted out, so purified, at shenikra sapir until they are called sapphire. These words, these human words. Even the English words are becoming like as pure as the sapphire. That's how they become, because we have sorted them out. Like it says, the verse states in Bereshis, Beis, Pes Gimel, God created, what is the simple meaning in the words? He says, God created, what means lasis to do? God created it, what does it mean lasis to do? You say it in the Kiddush from the Pesach, every... Every Shabbos, right? You say, Ashabara Likim. What does it mean, Lassi, to do? Lassi means Lesakim, to fix. Bideodo, by humans. Which means, God created the world, and He left for us to go ahead and fix, and make Tikkun Olam. As you talked about Tikkun before. We have to make, fix the world. Which means, God left us apart to fix the world. So when we take the human language, we take the language of the nations and we utilize it for Torah, that's our fixing of these languages and that's how we're perfecting the world. And look into the book the Sefer Eitzchayim for further explanation. The Rebbe continues in order to make this item closer intellectually, so we can understand it, how is it possible that letters of the seven languages should be so elevated by the means of the occupation of davening and learning, that they too should be like holy stones. That there is holy stone, till they are called the sapir bricks. How is it possible?
for them to reach such a high level. Achainyan, but the idea is Achainyan, but the idea is the hinei onuroyim. Behold, we see shabachol shabachol am ve'am hamedaber kilushoynoi that every nation and nation that speaks in this language im kolzer, and yet notwithstanding that ain bechol loshin rak. So each language doesn't have any more than the expression of the 22 combinations of letters of the known five uh, expressions. So notwithstanding whatever language you talk, but you're not going to change the, the five places where it comes out from this throat as uh, from the mouth, as we say, Aleph, Hey, Ches, and Aleph, Ches, Hey, and Ayin is Mehagorin, Chulu, and um, etc. So that means that um, that is the same as Kemoi Beloshin Akoidish, same as Loshin Koidish, Beloshin Akoidish, just the Loshin Akoidish. In other words, it's still the same. Expression, you can call them any letter you want, you can call them any name you want, you can speak, but they're still all based on the same five different ways it can come out from the mouth. The change that is between the other languages and Loshan Kodesh, who be Loshan, that is just a language. Shetziruf Bosor, Shaloshan Kodesh. If you combine the words of basar, basar means what? Of flesh. So the, the word, yeah, the word basar, shaloshin akoydish the isius elu, the combination of base shin reish, of the holy tongue of this letter, which is the base shin reish, he mechaim mamish es habasar. They actually give life to the flesh. B'dvar with Hashem's word when Hashem six days of creation. So the word Beishin Reish, the Bosor, that is actually the combination of the energy of Hashem, which is the Dvar Hashem during the six day of creation. as opposed to the other languages, Shehem has Kamiim. They are just an agreement. One people agreed that these would be. That meat means meat, but it's not that the word meat has any real connection to the to the meat to energize it. Uh, as it's written in Pardis, the gate of Oishis That is as far as the letters base shin. But then you also have the picture, the image. The image of the letters of the Ashuri writing, that is the Sefer Torah, Hebrew letters of the Sefer Torah, not just the base shin, but just the specific formation, the font of the Hebrew letters of the Ashuri, that is a hint for very wondrous matters. Shaharei, because we see it, 
the Talmud tells us that Rabbi Akiva, he was able to expound on every point. In a letter, he would be able to give an endless amount of of, of, of expounding and the amounts of, of, of insight. So that means that the actual shape of the letter, the actual points of the letter in the Saba Shuri, that font of the letter also has very uh, important meaning. Because there ain't a klalu klal, this is not at all and at all the shark sovim in In the other uh, writings, and other languages, other shapes, other fonts, and other languages. Avalim calls that. But notwithstanding that, Havoras Chobes Oisius, the expression of the 22 letters, the Aleph Bay's letters, the various different kinds of expression, Yeshbem Gamkim Beshove is also in them equally. So basically, they also have the 22 letters of the alphabet. The way we have it, which each letter comes from a different part, that is also in the other languages. They don't have the energy, they don't have the image, but they do have the expression where it comes out. The Yadua, that is known the Shoyrish Chavbeis Bechines Oishis Elu, that the root of these two 22 letters Nimshachim Mimokam Gevoya Me'oid, they are extend, they extend from a very high place Ulamailo Mehaseichel and it's beyond the intellect, but rather they are just set in the mouth. So if so, at least we see that also the 70 languages have a root, they have a root to the letters above. That's why they can be elevated through Mesiris Nefesh, B'Kriya Shema, K'Nizkalil, as mentioned before. V'zehu B'Chinas Livnas HaSapir, that becomes the sapphire brick, Shutachas Raglov, which is underneath the feet, underneath his feet, Ha'inu, B'Biru M'Bchinas Noiga, that is when you purify from the level of Noiga, V'Shom Yesh Gamkin K'Etzim HaShemayim L'Toyar, there's also like the purity of the sky in its when it's totally clear. That is the level of Torah. That is the Torah from the heavens. And the letters are from the level of the purity of above, as he said earlier. As it says in the Zoyar. Golif Gilufa Bithiru Law that it uh, was uh, in the language of the Zoyar that it was in the uh, level of Tiru Law, Vinimshulamata Gamki Takas Raglov, that also extends beneath his feet in the level of Asiya, Kiniskilil as mentioned before. Vinimtsa, it turns out that Livnas Hasapi Vatsa Mashmaim Lutoyar, that when you do the Livnas Hasapi Vatsa Mashmaim Lutoya Bikinais there's at the level of the two different types of letters mentioned before. Through the two different types of letters mentioned earlier, that's the way the souls are elevated after their descent. They descend at the level of Torah, 
to be in a level of regal. as mentioned earlier. And then through the two levels of the levels of Torah mentioned earlier. Which is the level of underneath his feet. That way is going to be the elevation. And this is the meaning that to the distinguished of the Bnei Yisrael, he didn't send his hand. In the simple meaning, it's talking about and the Zikanim, who Vayechzu. And they were supposed to be punished because they weren't, they didn't, they didn't metoich gas's leib, metoich achila, and the Ebishter didn't pay them back now, but he paid back Nodavaviyu later on, and same thing for the Shivim Ish. But he says, but in this posseg, in the context that we're learning the whole time, we were learning Ragalov is the lower Madrege, and Yodayim is the higher Madrege. The Zreyus Oilam, we're talking about Abram and Yitzchak, and Moshe Rabbeinu. But here it says the posseg, Atzil Bnei Yisroel, Sholach Yodayim. Pirush Yodai, what is the meaning of Yodai? Hein Bechinas Chesed Gvura Tiferes. Yodai, that it represents the level of Chesed Gvura Tiferes. Shehem Smuchin El They are close to the head. And they are connected with the head. Like the heart, the head is connected to the heart in which you have the Midas. Vehem Lemailom Bechinas Kisivelem. And they are on a higher level than the level of Kisei and the level of Helen. And that's why, so he's saying, and they were talking about Atzilei Bnei Yisrael. Alken azkenim loizochu legilu yizeh mebchinas shalomai lema Kisei. But the zikenim, el tzibnei Yisrael loisholach yodoi, the zikenim did not merit this revelation the Gilu Zeh from the Bechinah that's higher than Kisei. Dain of Bechinah Yedayim. So Loi Sholach Yod, they didn't get the Yedayim. Basagosim Hoyer Akadeh Kisei. They only got through the Kisei. And Vizel, this is the meaning, the Sachas Raglov, because underneath his feet is the Kisei, and therefore Velochein, Loi Sholach Yod, that's why they didn't get the Yodayim. They only get the level of Ragl, Tachas Ragl, Vagam Shini Kroim Atzile Bnei Yisrael. We call them the distinction of Bnei Yisrael. Ukemesh Kosu Bahen, as it's written with regards to this Kenim, Vayetzal Minoruach, and Bamidba Pregidal Poskofe. So, Lechaira, why should they not only get, not get the, the Yadayim? Why only Tachas Ragl? In Kozeyesh Hefresh Benem Lemoshe. There is still a difference between them and Moshe. Because Sheheim lo yisigur akaores hatzilus hamislabeshes bibriyom, they only were able to understand and reach grasp the shine of hatzilus that dresses up in bibriyak meshikosu vayiru aselekei and velochein and therefore veheim lo yigosh as the pasuk continues that they were not supposed to come close. And Libchinas Gilushem Havaye to the level of Revelation of Shem Havaye. Av of Moshe Rabbeinu Vashalom Ksiv, but by Moshe Rabbeinu says Vinigash that he did come close. He came close. Libchinas Shem Havaye. 
and likewise the fathers of the world, Avram Yitzchok and Yaakov, they were a Merkava, they became a chariot to the level of Zroyasim, to Yadayim, because they got the Gilu Shemavaya. But, and together with Moshe, Kinnis Kalil had mentioned earlier, as opposed to that Zilu B'nai Yisrael, with this we understand which is posting in Shirashirim Perikei Pasik Dalet that Doidi Sholach Yodoy he sends his hand that is referring to those are the very high souls of Yisraelim who Moshe Rabbeinu as mentioned before 